Hey, Michigan, let's talk golf. Here's Mike Sullivan, the most inconsistent golfer ever. In your life have you seen anything like that? And Kyle Bogey, wait, how can a guy with that name host a golf show? We'll never know. Better than most. It's the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Powered by our presenting partner, Hall Financial. Welcome into another edition of the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast presented by our great friends over at Hall Financial. I actually just saw a video of D. Hall on Channel 4 WDIV talking about uh, the rate hikes and everything that is going on with the mortgage industry right now. And, you know, look, if you have questions, uh, you want to find out more, you want to be educated on how this affects you, the consumer, uh, make sure you reach out to D. Hall and their entire team. They'll, they'll get you up to speed. Make sure that you're in the right plan. Uh, and if there is anything that they can do from a refinancing standpoint, they're, of course, going to make sure that they take great care of you. This is my second home uh, with Hall Financial. They've been great uh, from top to bottom, even refinancing actually in the middle of that. Um, just a, a tremendous team overall and one that, look, they're going to take care of you. And they want to take care of, you know, everyone in the golf community specifically. So, uh, you know, certainly would encourage you guys to call HallFirst.com. That's call Hall first. Dot com and uh, appreciate D Hall and his team supporting MDG from basically the uh, the birth of uh, this great community and the brand that that it actually has become. But uh, of course, a lot going on uh, in the golf world. I know the season is pretty much over at this point. Although I was having a conversation with my dad uh, the other day, and he goes, "You know, forecast says it's going to get into the the fifties and sunny. The snow is going to go away. You know, do you want to go get in nine holes or something?" I said, "Here." You're crazy. <laughs> um, but there are still people, I'm sure, who are going to try and get out one more time uh, and get one more round in. I think I'm pretty much done for the year. So it's on to uh, X-Golf uh, season, simulator season, if you will. And uh, speaking of X-Golf, we do have uh, an MDG co-branded event coming up on Sunday, December 11th. Uh, if you guys are on the text list, again, you want to make sure you're on the text list. You find out, out about it first. Um, but you can also go to X-Golf Novi's Facebook or Instagram. You can go to X-Golf Rochester Hills Facebook or Instagram. And, of course, the Metro Detroit Golfers social channels. Uh, if you want to find the link and uh, potentially uh, find a scramble partner as well. But we're doing a two-man scramble team. Uh, it's $200 to enter. There's, uh, of course, prize money for the top three teams. Uh, we're going to have pizza and salad included in that. Of course, our friends uh, over at Coppercraft Distillery are going to be on hand with some complimentary cocktails as well. And real quick, speaking of our friends at Coppercraft, of course, uh, if you're look thinking about gifting someone a nice bottle of bourbon this holiday season, why not support a Michigan-owned company, Michigan-based company as well, uh, over on the west side of the state in Holland, and that is Coppercraft. they got some excellent straight bourbon. Uh, their rye, very much underrated. Uh, would encourage you guys to try that. And, of course, uh, Flying Ace, one of their newer brands as well, uh, is making an impact in that twenty nine ninety nine a bottle, $30 a bottle range uh, if you want to go ahead and do that. But uh, they've been great friends, great partners, and, of course, they've been supporting the Detroit Lions football team, and they even have a canned cocktail uh, called Honolulu Blue. Uh, that's right. It's basically a Lions drink. And, look, whether the Lions are winning, whether they're losing, they've been winning recently, that's great. Uh, you can enjoy that uh, Honolulu Blue canned cocktail from Coppercraft Distillery. I uh, would encourage you guys, again, to support a local business, but uh, they're going to be on hand at the event on December 11th. Very much looking forward to that. Again, X-Golf Novi, X-Golf Rochester Hills. I believe there's 15 teams 
uh, that can register at Novi 18 teams at Rochester Hills because they have one extra simulator. Uh, we do have about half of the teams filled up so far. So uh, again, would encourage you guys to go to uh, either of their social channels, X Golf Novi, X Golf Rochester Hills, or the Metro Detroit Golfers social channels. You can find the links uh, to sign up, register, pay, and uh, make sure you're included in what's going to be a really fun event at both locations, again, coming up on Sunday, December 11th. So very much looking forward to that. And, of course, seeing some of you guys out there. Uh, hopefully we can do a few more of these uh, as we move forward and as the winter uh, really starts to turn because I'm assuming it's going to get uh, bitterly cold and uh, there's probably going to be a heck of a lot more snow here over the next several months. But, um, you know, the biggest news in golf, I, I would say right now at least, you know, no, I'm not going to get into live golf and the PGA Tour again, but – Tiger Woods is uh, apparently going to play in his tournament, the Hero World Challenge, uh, which is coming up in just a couple of weeks. And, you know, that'll be uh, – all eyes will be on Tiger. They, they really will uh, to see how he's moving. Uh, is he, you know, still walking around with that noticeable limp? Is he able to get through four rounds without grimacing, without having much of an issue? Um, you know, I can't wait to, to just kind of – dive in and watch that and you know with the masters and, and augusta national being you know what five months away pretty much i mean it will be at least the first opportunity to kind of gauge and get a feel for what tiger could potentially do uh once the masters rolls around again so um you know should be fun to get our eyeballs back on uh on the king the goat uh, Mr. Tiger Woods, and hopefully he uh, has a good performance, is able to play well, but mostly just looks healthy and, and looks good walking around for four consecutive rounds uh, because I don't believe there is a cut at the Hero World Challenge, so he doesn't have to worry about that. But uh should be fun uh, and really looking forward to that over the next couple of weeks. But, uh, of course, want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. I uh, hope you get a chance to enjoy the holidays with your friends, family, colleagues, uh, you know, whatever it may be, it's a, a great time of year. It's certainly been a, a tough year, but, um, you know, you want to make sure you enjoy those moments and are able to catch up, relax, uh, eat some good food, have some quality drinks, uh, and, and just reflect a little bit and enjoy. So plenty to be thankful for, of course, uh, you know, on the golf side of things. I know it's winter, so a little bit tougher, but uh, golf season will be here before we know it. And uh, we're certainly going to be looking forward to that. But uh, guess this week. Wanted to send things off to Ben and Chad over at Golf Leadership Academy. Uh, they actually have, it's roughly a 10-minute uh, instructional uh, segment here on the key to a perfect golf swing. Of course, you guys know all the work that we've done uh, with Ben and Chad over the years. And, you know, it would encourage you guys to follow them on TikTok. We're, we're throwing out, uh, you know, some golf tips and tricks, basically, uh, every single week. And, you know, this week is no different as well, but this is more of a long form video. And so I, I want to send it to Ben and Chad again. This is the key to a perfect swing. And if you guys aren't subscribed to their channel on YouTube, make sure you do that. It's Golf Leadership Academy. Uh, and uh, this video is the key to a perfect swing. Appreciate uh, Ben and Chad and everything that we've been able to do with them. And of course, appreciate you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, again, the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast, presented by our friends at Hall Financial. Hello, Metro Detroit Golfers. I'm Chad Elledge. I'm Ben Bob. And we are coming to you from the Golf Leadership Academy, and today we're going to bring you the Tuesday Tip of the Week. Having said that, there's a lot of you out there, love golf, want to do better. We want to share with you our most helpful tip that will get more of you to play better golf. So, Ben, 
What do you got, man? What are we going to do at home to help us play better golf? Oh, we are going to talk about the big idea today, everybody. So, we like to refer to golf as a stick game. So, essentially, what you have when you're playing golf is you have a stick with weight on the bottom of it. So, our big idea that we actually uh, learned from Michael Hebron, he was a very big help, is to swing this weight freely back and forth. So, if you notice right now, we have our jet stick that's being swung back and forth. We would consider this a swinging motion. So in golf, what we're really trying to do is we're trying to make sure that the ball is in the middle of that motion. This would be for a swinging. Now let me demonstrate what a hitting motion might look like. So there's a lot of you out there that probably swing the club back. Boom! You try to hit the ball at the bottom. That's not what we're talking about. If you're trying to hit the ball at the bottom, you might notice that you have club face control problems, center face contact problems, low point problems, the whole shebang. But if we can get you to be free while you swing this golf club or the weight back and forth, you're going to be shocked what happens on the back end. So, along with this weight swinging back and forth, Chad, so we talked about a free swinging motion here. What has to move back and forth with this weight? Your hands, your arms, your body, everything gets to go with the weight of the club. So what we're not going to do, what's going to, what a lot of you do do is you break the swinging motion into parts or pieces. And when you want to go play better, that's a shame because if you break a swinging motion into parts or pieces, you then don't have a swinging motion anymore. So if everything moves back and forth with the weight of the club, we remove all the restrictions, we remove all the red tape, we don't try to keep our left arm straight or keep your head down, take away all the rules and just start trying to create a swinging motion where everything gets to move with. So Ben, show me what that could look like here, buddy. I'm going to take the test check. Sure. So here's a free swinging motion. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with a short motion here. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to cradle the grip. So you're going to notice here there's no tension in the hands. And then I'm just going to let my hands and my body float back and forth with the weight of this golf club. So, Chad, what are we noticing about the club face? So as my hands and my body actually move with the weight, what happens to the club face on the backswing? What I can see is that it opens, rotates, or starts to face the people at home. And then on the way through, we can start to see it rotate or go to the left. So what I see is a face that rotates or moves uh, in a circle or an orbit around. So what are you saying here that maybe the golf club knows how to square itself up as long as we don't interfere? That's exactly right. So the club face will rotate itself if you allow, if you stay out of the way. Uh, so a lot of uh, you at home, we hear people talk about getting their hands through and, and trying to apply extra force that goes back to that hitting motion, right? But if we just freely swing the weight of the club back and forth, if we want you to do this at home, you'll see that it rotates on its own if you allow it to. So we have to let the club do what it was allowed you got it. to do. I think another good analogy is uh, if you think of when you drive your car, if you have a book that's in the backseat of the car and you jam on the brakes, the book goes flying forward. So in your golf swing, you can think of your hands and your body as being your car. And here's our book at the end of the stick. So if you go ahead and watch what happens, if I slam on the brakes with my car, body stops. So my hands and my body are stopping. First thing I notice is the club actually hits the ground way behind the ball. But what we're trying to do is get a divot in front of the ball. Cool. So if everything keeps moving, the books will stay on the back seat of the car. Yep. And you'll have better low point control. You'll have more solid contact. It'll be all good. So. What this is about is inertia. Now, I don't know what inertia is all about, but what I do know <laughs> is that those books are going to go flying. So you have to keep everything moving. That's why keep your head down is one of the most destructive forms of golf help ever created. And everybody says it. Everybody believes it true, but it just ain't so. 
So show us uh, like more of a full swinging motion where you allow everything to go with the weight of the club. The car keeps moving. We're all safe and sound as long as the car keeps moving. There you go. Everything goes with the weight of the club. So no attempt to break this into parts or pieces. Is that true? No attempt to break it into parts or pieces or no attempt to smash that thing. I'm just trying to produce a motion where the ball's in the middle of it. It's yeah. really the only goal when I uh, am swinging this golf club back and forth. Now, one of the other things that we like to do is we like to use this 1 to 5 scale, right? What's that all about? Well, I tell you what, internally, is uh, 1 to 5 is about your commitment to what you intend to do. So in golf, because you have to move the ball, it doesn't move until you move, you have to be clear in your intention. Million-dollar question, what do you intend to do here? Some people say, oh, I don't want to hit it left. The ball's probably going left. <laughs> Versus, I intend to create a free swinging motion where everything moves together. One to five is about to what degree did you execute your intention, or to what degree were you able to keep your attention on that intention. Here at GLA, we call it plays. What play you're going to run. So golf is like football in that way. You have to initiate the action, so you have to be very clear on what you're going to do. So what we're asking you to do is just be clear on making a free swinging motion and have that be the one thing that you're committing to, and then after the ball's gone, before we get on to what the ball does, you'd have to use that one to five scale to see to what degree did you actually experience a free swinging motion. Five would be like, oh, dude, totally freaking here. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> unbelievable. I wasn't trying to steer or guide or hit anything. I wanted to be like, man, I forgot. I was trying to fix my back swing. I was trying to keep my head down and do all the things. So if we try to do all the things, we'll be good at none of the things. If you commit to one thing, you will start to make some progress for sure. So why don't you go ahead and show us, and then we'll just talk on a scale of one to five, and you can you know, give your, your interpretation of what that is, and, and off we go. Yeah, most definitely. So uh, one of the things that I like to do before I actually go ahead and let the ball get in the way of my motion is I'm trying to rehearse what I'm trying to sense throughout the swing. So the first thing that I will do is I'm going to flip this golf club upside down because now I'm truly swinging weight freely back and forth. So I've got my golf club flipped upside down. I swing it freely back and forth. Then I'll flip the golf club the right way up. Free swinging motion back and forth. Hands and body moving with the weight. So now I actually know the experience that I'm trying to chase. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to make that same free swinging motion with the ball in the way. And I'm going to use my 1 to 5 scale. So a 5 would be the experience of the exact same when the ball wasn't there, and a 1 would be like, holy cow, I am way off. So I would give myself, uh, eh, I would say a 4. So I got a little bit distracted by the camera, but I was pretty close. So I was thinking a little bit about the camera, how it gives my swing to look, uh, as opposed to just committing to the free swing motion. So I could do a little bit better job, but it wasn't too bad. So in one part, we're going to talk about the swing concept is free swinging motion. That's what we're really talking about here today. And the second part is we're kind of dovetailing into uh, one of golf's mental skills. So it's just being able to commit to one thing at a time. So can you keep your attention on your intention? In this case, you graded it a four? Yeah. All right, because you were a little bit distracted with the camera, no big deal? You got it. So at home, be patient with yourself while you work through this and really just start to see if you can look inward to what's going on during the swinging motion. And then when you do experience that five, you'll be shocked as to what starts to happen. It will start to organize for you, and it'll be way cooler on the weekends. And you won't have to remember all the checklists and all the procedures and all the things because nobody's got time for that. It amazes me, actually, how many great players actually set a goal before their round that they're actually trying to get free while they play in these tournaments. So there's a wonderful interview. Uh, it was last year after Rory McIlroy had won the RBC. So after the interview, they said, hey, Rory, what was different this week? You just demolished the field. And he goes, 
Well, I set a goal for myself this week, and my goal was to feel as free as I possibly can on every single golf swing. And he said, I did a very, very good job executing that this week. If I can do the same thing next week in the U.S. Open, I'm going to have a great shot at winning. So it's fascinating to us how many elite players are actually chasing that freedom when they're out there. So, having said that, free swinging motion is our tip this week. Start going there, see what you can do, and then check in with yourself on a scale of 1 to 5 to what degree did you actually commit to and keep your attention there. So this is going to help so many of you. If we can learn to drop the rules and the red tape and keep your head down and all that drama, you're really going to start to enjoy your golf. You're going to start to hit better shots. So we thank you for joining us on the Tuesday Tip of the Week. If you want more videos, you can go to Ben and I's Golf Leadership Academy page on YouTube. We have a whole bunch of content there, so feel free to check it out. Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time. Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tri-Covery Massage and Flexibility. 